0: Welcome to another episode of the Skull and Flowers podcast. I'm Skull and I'm here with flower number one.
1: Hi, I'm Lavender.
0: And flower number two.
1: Hi, I'm Rose.
0: (laughs) Today we are going to read Aesop's fable, The Spendthrift and the Swallow. And then we're going to talk about predictions. And with that, Lavender, can you read the fable, please?
1: Yep, The Spendthrift and the Swallow. A spendthrift who had wasted his fortune and had nothing left but the clothes in which he stood saw a swallow one fine day in early spring. Thinking that summer had come and that he would, could do without his coat, he went and sold it for what it would fetch. A change, however, took place in the weather, and there was a sharp frost which killed the unfortunate swallow. When the spendthrift saw its dead body, he cried, "'Miserable bird! Thanks to you I am perishing of cold myself. One swallow does not make summer.'"
0: Thank you very much. Okay, that's interesting. I thought a spendthrift was someone who didn't spend very much money, but this spendthrift seems to have used all his money. Maybe he was a spend waste and then became a spendthrift? I don't know. Rose, do you have a version you can share?
2: Yes, I do. Once there was a girl that wanted a Nintendo a lot, so when she heard her parents saying, oh, we should buy her this game console... She thought that she was getting a Nintendo for Christmas. So she posted online that she was getting a Nintendo for Christmas. Everybody was like, wow, so cool. But then on the actual Christmas day, her parents didn't get her a Nintendo. They got her an Xbox. And then she lost the followers for lying.
0: Oh, wow. So that's interesting. But, uh... I don't know, an Xbox seems pretty good already, so... uh, (laughs) I don't know, maybe it'd be worse if they got her a deck of cards and they're like, what? It's an old-fashioned gaming system. (laughs) Okay, Lavender, do you have a version to share?
1: Yep. Once there was a girl who spent all her time studying for a quiz she had tomorrow at school, which she passed because she studied... But after she finished the quiz, the teacher said there was going to be a part two of the test. But the girl thought that it would be really easy and saw none of her friends studying. And she failed the test along with her friends.
0: Oh, no. So she thought the second part was going to be like the first part and didn't do anything? Yeah. So basically, we have this spendthrift and your folks who thought they could predict what was going to happen. Tell me, can we predict the future?
1: No.
2: No. I um, mean, guess, though. Sometimes.
0: We can make guess, and we can make pretty good guesses. So, how likely do you think this is to happen tomorrow? Do you think the sun will come up tomorrow?
2: Yes.
0: 100%. 100%. Or a, a very, very high likelihood, do you think that we're recording this in late spring? Do you think summer will come this year? Yes. yes. Okay. Do you think that tomorrow is going to have 24 hours in it? Yes. Okay, so there's a lot of things that we can predict with a really really high level of certainty. Okay, do you think it's going to rain tomorrow?
1: Maybe.
0: 50%. Yeah, so that oh, that that one's already a lot harder, okay? Um Do you think you're going to get along with your friends on Monday with no drama whatsoever?
1: No. Ah, maybe
0: Okay. so one of you thinks of high likelihood of no drama whatsoever and another one of you thinks there's a high likelihood of some drama but I don't think either of you would say 100% for either right Um. so weather is notoriously hard to predict but what are some things that you rely on for patterns well
2: the weather patterns okay Wait,
0: what do you mean? So, are there any things that you know you need to do them in a certain way and that will make your parents happy? Or if you don't do them in that way, that will make your parents unhappy?
1: Well, yeah, because it recurred multiple times.
0: Give an example of something you have to do.
1: Like, do the dishes. If I don't do the dishes, then you guys will get
0: mad. Every day? Well... Uh, every other day okay so that's a pretty consistent pattern right so on one day you have to do it and it's definitely your responsibility and then on the next night whose turn is it roses roses does that pattern ever change
1: yeah sometimes yeah
0: Yeah, sometimes you guys switch for a reason so it's very
1: forget
0: it's very predictable (laughs) It's very predictable, but it's not 100% predictable, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Okay. So, do you have any examples of where you've been looking for a sign of what the future is, and then that prediction has been wrong?
2: Um, like, when I was playing a video game, it was Mario Kart. I was, like, so close to winning. I was, like, right before the finish line, right? So... I go ahead and this guy hits me with a turtle shell, and then I get second.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah. That probably isn't that hard to guess, but it's still not what you were expecting at the moment, right? Yeah,
2: I thought I was going to get first, at Uh, first.
0: mm -hmm. So we are constantly (laughs) predicting things, and in fact that's a very key part of the evolution of our species is that we can make pretty good guesses about what's going to happen in the future. So, one way to think of these is we call them mental maps, right? So, there's obviously, you have a mental map of what our house looks like, right? Yeah, sometimes. But you shouldn't think of maps as just being locations. You can also think of it more broadly, like a mental map is also expectations of behavior at school. Do you have rules in your classroom? Yes. Mm hmm. And then another example is just your expectations of how someone will react. Have you ever been really excited to tell me or your mom some news and then our reaction was much different than what you expected?
2: Um, Probably.
0: A lot of times you'll be really excited to tell us something and then you will tell us whatever item of news you're so excited about while we're talking about another topic. And then what kind of reaction do we have?
2: Don't talk!
0: Either we we Annoyed. say, don't change the subject, or our reaction is much less excited about the thing than if you'd brought it up at an appropriate time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right? So in that sense, you can tell your map is a little bit off because you get so excited about the content of the news itself that you forget that the people you're telling the news to have to be in the right frame of mind, and you can't take them off course the topic they're talking about, <laughs> and things like that. So, in this case, our spendthrift has this map of when springtime is going to arrive and he can stop wearing his coat. And did anything influence his prediction of spring too much? The swallow? The swallow? The swallow? hmm I agree with you that the swallow was part of it, but I think what really threw his map off was the fact that he wanted to sell his coat for the money so badly that he was willing to grasp onto the first sign he saw.
1: Yeah, because he had nothing else.
0: So, so we all make these maps, and we want them to be as accurate as possible. Now, would you agree that the goal of having a mental map is for it to be accurate? Mm -hmm. So there's a few things you have to think of with mental maps, and that is you have to observe the reality, so you can't let what you want influence the map too much. You have to update it, and I can give you an example of not updating a mental map, and this is a map of an actual space. I was walking through the basement in the dark one time, (laughs)
2: Oh
0: no! And I knew the path very well, so I thought it was no big deal. But somebody had put a bench in the middle of my path, and I hit my shin so oh. hard on it that there was it. The bruise there hurt for months, but it never actually showed up as a bruise, which I think uh,
1: oh. is
0: not a good thing. Be painful.
1: I do that all the time because, like, like I turn off the light and then get in the bed. So, like, I run to my bed and, like, I feel like I know where the bed is. So, like, I, like, collapse onto the bed. But sometimes I don't know that the bed is actually not there. So, I, like, (laughs) fall on the floor. (laughs) That's what I do. I'm I'm running out of the bathroom. And then
2: I turn off the bathroom light. I go to my bed and I landed on the floor one time. Mm -hmm. And um, let's not talk about that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's talk about one specific type of map. So we know that the map needs to be accurate, but it can't be so accurate that it's not a shortcut anymore. And we know it has to be updated, and we know it has to be based off of reality instead of what we want. One specific (laughs) type of map is a plan. Do you know anyone who makes the two of you make plans?
1: You. You. You always make me have schedules right
0: after I go to school. Oh, really? Oh, my goodness, I didn't know. <laughs> so, how does it feel when you get your plan right and you finish everything on it?
2: Well, it feel
0: good, relieved. Yeah, it's like if you're you've, proud, you've made a map for treasure and you have hit it. But, what happens if you are supposed to start your homework at four o'clock? And all of a sudden, your mom or dad comes in and says, "Quick, I need you to go get a put this package in the mail before the uh, before they take the mail away. Run, go do it now." How do you feel?
1: Annoyed because you're like, I have to follow my schedule. I don't have time for other things.
0: Yeah, I have
1: two ways to do it.
2: One, like Lavender said. Mm Mhm. My other one is forget everything and do whatever they tell you.
0: Yeah. So that's. That's a great example of why you have to be flexible with your maps, because sometimes, especially, Uh, uh, uh. obviously you're not going to wake up and (laughs) your bedroom's not going to be on the other side of the house, or that would be a very interesting day, but when your map is a plan or a schedule about future time or the weather, that can change instantly, so you have to be constantly updating your schedule. And so you may be annoyed that we say, oh, we need you to do this for us. But really, what's the worst that's going to happen is that your schedule will be, will be finished 20 minutes late, right? Yeah. And is there anything really wrong with that?
2: Um, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, it does feel wrong when you make a plan and you have to change it, right?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But that's the point where you have to remember that this map is there to lead me to treasure so the treasure is the aim following the map is not the aim (sighs) okay so that was a good uh, introduction to sort of mental maps and creating space in them and to understand that even the best map in the world can't predict things perfectly but let's go to some flipped morals
2: yay!
0: what could the moral be if the spendthrift saw a bear going to hibernate and said well winter must be over
1: Go- a bear going to hibernate. Yes. That means winter's just started. No, that yeah. just means the spendthrift is dumb. Yeah. I don't think so
0: what could the moral be?
2: Um, um learn more learn about your animals. facts. Learn your facts.
0: Yeah, your math has to be accurate. <laughs> you can't just be way off. If you have predictions that are based on a completely wrong view of the world, how do you think the things are going to work out for you? Not good. Okay. Very bad. What could the moral be if the spendthrift sold his jacket because someone said, hey, spring's here?
1: Well, I won't trust that. Just like one guy, I
0: would ask everyone and be like,
1: is spring finally here?
0: Mm -hmm. Again,
2: learn your facts.
0: Yeah. So that's a little bit different than the bird because the bird is at least some direct evidence, but anybody could say anything at any time. Actually, we have to rely on what people say a lot, but one person saying one thing, is that a very good measure of the truth?
2: No. Uh, never.
0: Okay. <laughs> what could the moral be if the spendthrift saw the swallow and said, I really need to sell my jacket, but the only way I can be sure that spring is really here is if I wait till July.
1: Is it not summer? <laughs> <laughs> Well, kind of, kind of. Well, actually, he should save the coat for next
0: winter. Yeah! Mm-hmm. What
1: if he's too big for it? <laughs>
0: so, is there, a, is there a point where waiting on your predictions, you've waited too long and you need to take action? Yes.
2: yes.
0: hmm Yeah, you probably need to take action before the thing you're trying to predict is finished.
1: Yeah. So I don't think anyone would want to buy a coat in July.
0: Okay. When- how are you going to live your life better having read and thought about this fable?
1: Learn your facts.
0: Mm-hmm. Make your map as accurate as possible.
1: Make a mental map in general.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe spend some time consciously thinking about your map. And for me, I'm just going to try to remember that the most accurate map in the world will never be completely accurate because if it's not a shortcut, then it doesn't work as a map at all. So the sad fact is that sometimes your predictions are going to be wrong.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely.
0: Okay. Next segment, hard questions for Dad.
1: My question is, would you rather be immortal Or
0: re... Reincarnate?
1: Yeah, reincarnate.
0: I think I would prefer to reincarnate because I don't think it would be all that fun to be immortal if there was no people around. So if you reincarnate, it sort of depends on there being other living beings around so you're not lonely, so that sounds better to me. Yeah. Yeah. Rose, your hard question? Okay,
2: yes, yes, this one is a very good one if you can remember it, who is your favorite teacher?
0: My favorite teacher? That is a hard question. So, I remember my parents really liked my first grade teacher, and I think she was a very good teacher, but the problem is I don't really remember a lot about first grade. But then in fourth grade, I had a teacher called Miss Montague, and that was a really fun year because... Ms. Montague was a fresh grad, so she was young, and she had a big family, so she had her younger sisters were actually students at the school she was a teacher at. So that kind of made Ooh. it a fun year where the teacher's sisters were actually at the school.
2: Oh, that's cool.
0: <laughs> okay, recommendation time.
1: Okay, my recommendation is the book holes which I'm pretty sure almost everyone has read and it's a really interesting book it's like really kind of deep book
0: like deep. like a deep hole yeah <laughs> okay no, yeah good. that's uh, I try to avoid falling in those so
2: no <laughs>
0: so what ages would you recommend it for 8 to Okay, and you can't say too much about it because of spoilers? Yeah. Okay, that's why you're being so vague. Okay, Rose, what's your recommendation?
2: My recommendation is boba.
0: Boba. The beverage? Yes. Okay, explain.
2: Because a dummy. What is it? (laughs) It's like
1: tea. It's tea with with little little bubbles
0: bubbles. in it. Does it have to be in tea? Could I put it in... um, Milk. Sprite?
1: No. Well, that would be kind
2: of icky. Could I put
0: it in hot coffee?
2: Yes. Oh, really? Yes.
0: When I was in university, boba was first starting to get hot where I lived. And someone asked a girl at my office why she liked boba. And her response was, it gives me something to do. (laughs) Okay, I think that's all for our show today. Thank you for listening. Bye.